0: About sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good
1: things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex, Jamie. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Hey guys, welcome to episode one of Let's Talk About Sex, Jamie. I'm Jamie. Today, let's talk about wanking in Hawaii with Millie and some Pornhub analytics that I found, my friend Hannah's first threesome, and Amel's story about her sex life after a sexual assault. Uh, Really important story, really cool stuff, and I hope you enjoy. If you do, share it around, let us know on Instagram, all that stuff, and yeah, hope to hear from you soon. Love you, bye. Serious, but not really, because it's, okay. it's still about sex. <laughs> it's still about, it's still about sex. Um, I wanted to talk about the idea of masturbating while emotional. So, like, you while you're it? really upset, like a, they call it a crank, do you know what this <laughs> no? cry, cry wank?
0: Oh, it's a thing.
1: Yeah. Um, or like just stressed out or angry or whatever. Um, so I personally can't really masturbate when sad
0: mm. can you not sad if i'm sad about something specific i can masturbate when i'm depressed and that really helps okay um but not when i'm actually sad if i've got something to be sad yeah. about so then it just feels weird yeah
1: so you're saying it like depressed is like a kind of overarching just yeah downness. just down but being sad is like yeah actually if i'm being sad, sad about something, something specific yeah yeah, yeah that's the same with me i think yeah okay um yeah, I, I struggled a bit because, I don't know, it feels like a fun time. It feels yeah. like, you know when you go to a party and you really don't want to be there?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just want to leave? <laughs> feels like that.
0: Yeah, that's very true. It also feels, um, I feel a bit guilty. I'm mm. like, no, I should really be sad about this thing. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, here no, I am, no. pleasuring myself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, how about angry? Yes you like you're into masturbate really
0: yeah I can do that um it depends what I'm angry about but um like it's a good frustration outlet Mm. so if it's just something like oh I'm pissed off about this then uh yeah I can definitely go to town and and it helps yeah
1: as well see I struggle with that as well because uh I think I I I overthink like way too much and when I'm angry if I'm angry like at someone or at something I just, I keep thinking about it. I can't stop thinking about it. So if I end up wanking, it's like I'm wanking to the thing that I'm angry about. (laughs) Shit.
0: That is true. But that's how I feel about stressed. I can't do it when I'm stressed out because my mind wanders off. Mm. And then it's like, no, I don't, I don't want to think about work right now. Yeah. But angry. No, I can definitely tune in.
1: (laughs) Tune in. Is that euphemism? (laughs) Definitely tune in. Yeah. Uh, How about Scared. No. No, can't masturbate when you're scared. No. no. Why
0: would I, What would I be scared of? Right.
1: Interestingly, do you know about the recent uh, missile threat messaging thing in Hawaii? No. So a couple of weeks ago, um, they have this—they uh, have this uh, automated like messaging system uh, in place for if there's like a nuclear threat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Oh yeah. So everybody in Hawaii like got this. their phones went off all at the same time. It was like sometime in the morning, I think. I think mm-hmm. it was like eight o'clock in the morning ish. Yeah. Um, saying incoming missile, like nuclear deterrent, something. Yeah. Seek cover. Uh, like real, f- real fucking scary. Like and it's like a serious, yeah. like a like a little government like kind of sanctioned message yeah. kind of thing on everyone's phones. It. Got proper scary stuff. Like people were like putting their kids down in like. Uh, drain pipes and stuff like that like just like try and give them cover and stuff oh and like no, everyone's freaking out because no one knows what to do um thankfully it's all it was all a mistake it yeah. was like a guy pushed pushed the wrong button and accidentally sent the message pushed out. the wrong button genuinely they interviewed the guy you have to find it on youtube they interviewed like the guy who's in charge of the kind of no. place that sends this message out and he's like yes yeah, one of us made a mistake uh sorry about that it won't happen again and and no, the, the, the reporters are like, "Who? Who made the mistake?" And obviously, you're expecting him to be like, "Listen, My it's mistake. just it's part yeah. one of our team." But he's like, "Oh, this guy." And then <laughs> this guy's like, "This this poor guy." This, oh, he's like in his sixties. He's just like, oh, "Yeah." No. It was me. Sorry. He's like, "When we change shifts, like we all have to press these buttons to like check that everything works." And I accidentally pressed the wrong thing and it sent the message out. Anyway, bless him. Yeah. It's all funny. It's all it's, it's all is it funny? Maybe funny. We'll say it's funny. It's funny. funny. Um, but something interesting that came out of it was Pornhub posted their um, their uh, no. page views, like a chart of their page views yeah. over the time that this message went out. So obviously the message went out and everyone's panicking and, you know, it's yeah. like horrible. Uh, so they obviously, so the, the message went out about 8.20 in the morning and Pornhub's views from Hawaii plummeted 77%. Uh, so loads of people just went, obviously not looking yeah. at porn because they're scared shitless for their lives. Yeah. Um, interestingly, it didn't go down hundred percent though. So there are some people still doing it. Some people Maybe still. Maybe they didn't their phones. Maybe their phones were off or something. They didn't get the message. But anyway, so it took a massive, a massive dive um, during the like kind of scary part. Yeah. And then it all got cleared up within, I think, like half an hour ish. Uh, they, they sent out another message saying it was a false alarm and everyone can calm down. Sorry about that, whatever. And then 9:01 a.m., which is nearly exactly half an hour from its lowest point. It had a massive spike in views. Oh,
0: no. <laughs>
1: Everyone had a like stress relief. <laughs> it went up forty-eight percent. Forty-eight percent it went up uh, at nine one a.m. Oh, my god. So everyone's gone. Oh my god, that was so stressful. I need yeah, a fucking wine. Yeah, it was like right a now.
0: near-death experience. Yeah. So they celebrate it with a with a well-deserved orgasm. Yeah.
1: So there you go. I feel like I kind of want to experience one of those. There must be like one of the best orgasms you ever had, right? thinking yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah, it makes, it and... makes sense because
0: you know when you've had a really, like, intense experience, you want to have sex. Like, you want to have sex straight away. Don't you? I don't know. Uh, I'm not I'd sure ha- I've had that definitely okay. in relationships and stuff where it's been like, oh, man, that was really intense. And then you just go at it because your right. adrenaline is really high. Okay, yeah. Um... So it makes sense. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't, like, sit down and look up porn, like, <laughs> right after.
1: Like, it's it's almost immediately after as well. I need to yeah. find out what time, like, the message went out. But, yeah. Oh, here you go. So incoming missile alarm was issued at 8.07 a.m., which is when the views started plummeting. Yeah. Yeah. And then the false alarm statement was issued at 8.45. So there was 16 minutes between them saying it's a hoax. it's Not a hoax, it's a false alarm. Yeah. And then everyone wanking. So there was a good, like, 16-minute grace period of people going oh I better call my family tell them I love them yeah uh, you know hug this tree stroke this dog just be as happy that I'm alive but only 16 minutes yeah and then straight to having a wank yeah there you go it's
0: really interesting
1: yeah emotional wanks
0: stress relief
1: first threesome
2: the first threesome okay Mm. right so I've been single well I have been single just to put it in perspective I've been single for like give us your backstory give us the whole context (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Uh, okay so I've been single for about seven eight years Uh, last relationship went awfully yeah and so I was like screw this I can't be bothered I'm just focusing on me and then it'd been a good like maybe four or five years however long of just the odd like one night stands here and there nothing anything serious at all um and then there was one night I was hanging out with my bandmate and this girl that he kind of just started singing um seeing
1: singing your bandmate yeah that's a, one of that's one of taboo. them one of them yeah
2: <laughs> oh god no we and the thing is I me and him had slept together like a few weeks before drunkenly it was one of those I was like i have not wasn't remotely attracted to him at all. But it was one of those things I was really horny. I was like, screw it, I know, he's not going to say no. (laughs) I kind of just went for it. This will be easy. Yeah. Yeah, and it was. It (laughs) It worked out quite nicely. Um, But then, yeah, a couple of weeks later, we were just having drinks around this girl's house. That he was seeing. Yeah, that he was, like, they literally, like, a couple of days or whatever started seeing. So, yeah, and then we were just having drinks one night, and then we... Decided it was a very good idea to just take some, like take a type of acid. Um, <laughs> Let's do some yeah, casual acid. Yeah, just do this. Let's do this. Why not? I think it'd be a great idea. And it was, it was fun. And then next thing I know, uh, my bandmate is freaking out. And I then I realize it's because me and this girl are getting along so well, cracking jokes, we kind of poking fun at him, <laughs> kind of bullying him a little bit. Um, that is
1: one of the first lessons of frissons. <laughs> the girls need to have. Like, he's a bully, the girl. <laughs> as soon as the girl's, like, hang up in you, you're like, okay, this is going well.
2: <laughs> well, this is the thing. As soon as he noticed that, as well, being on the acid, he was just like, oh, my God, freaking <laughs> out. I'm having a dilemma. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, oh, my God. And for a while, I just didn't know what was going on. Um, and then it kind of clicked. I think, it, I just don't know how I knew, but I did. I was like, oh, oh, he wants a three-way. <laughs> and keep in mind, beforehand, I, I was way too scared. Honestly, I was, like, way too scared. At even the thought of doing a three-way. I can't even go up to people in clubs. Like, I can't even do that kind of thing. I'm just like, okay. Mm. No, it's just <laughs> too into- it was too scary. Um, But yeah, I remember saying to my bandmate, I know what you're thinking. I'm okay with it. <laughs> then next thing we know, we're upstairs. And then, we, yeah, we get started. But I completely see a different side of myself. Like, super dumb. Like, right, you're going here. You're going here. You're doing this right. Switch. Nothing. <laughs> It was weird, like it was fun. And then I ended up getting back to, like walking back to mine and getting it back at like maybe like eight or nine in the morning. And as I'm walking back, I'm kind of coming down and it's slowly realizing, like I'm slowly realizing I just had a three way. I just, not only did I just sleep with my bandmate, but I had a three way with him and another girl. (laughs) What happened to me in that? And I just got home and I just like, laid on the sofa, got the duvets. And was just like lying there kind of rocking to myself <laughs> until my housemates um, came back down. Well, not came back down. But they woke up and I just told them straight away, just like, oh, something happened. <laughs> I don't know. And then I tell them and because they know my bandmate, they start cracking up. And, <laughs> and then I get told by my other housemate who's a musician kind of like taps me on the shoulder and says, I was like, welcome to the musician lifestyle. Enjoy it. <laughs> And nothing. So really... is that a thing
1: then? Is that a as a, a thing for musicians to just constantly have a Is that a... apparently
2: so? Is that a thing apparently okay. so? Right.
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on some cl- secret club here. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, right. Like it's been... yeah. <laughs> that never happened again though with a bandmate and his now girlfriend. They are now actually together. Oh, the same girl. Yeah, they wow. are actually together. Cool. And so I'm like, oh. oh no, it was bad though. Like I had to stop there though because another bandmate in the same band, he was like hey, Hannah, (laughs) hey, Hannah, you want to hang with me and Jada? (laughs) And I'm like, no, 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 this is not happening. I'm the only girl in this band as well. And I'm like, this is not happening. I'm not doing this. Yeah. No. So I had to stop there. Right. So, okay,
1: hold on, hold on. So backtrack a bit, right? So you you have this threesome, your first threesome, and you said that you were being really like Dom, you were bossing people around. Yeah. Was that new as well?
2: No, I mean, because I had that side but always in relationships it was never like just I've never done I'd never done anything like that before like everything in terms of like kind of the dom what I like in bed in the bedroom was always done whilst in relationships
1: yeah so you build to it yeah kind of thing. Okay. basically
2: so it'd been a long time and like on all the hookups before then as well were kind of like just like the kind of drunken really messy yeah you don't really remember much of it yeah. <laughs> sex yeah. Um,
1: so when you when you got back to yours and you were freaked out yeah were you freaked out that you just had a threesome more than you were freaked out that you were just like been complete dumb on the first both. night both yeah it
2: was both i was like what's that? like it, just, it, it shook me for a week i couldn't stop talking about it i was like what is that like genuinely going to my house like what's that happened
1: to me <laughs> i guess like in one night you went from relationship Hannah to threesome Dom on the first <laughs> night Hannah so oh, While doing acid.
2: Huh? Yeah, and um, a couple of other intoxicants. But we'll leave, we'll leave that, we'll leave yeah. those ones out. Legal highs. <laughs> yeah, All yeah the you legal know, highs. Just like lavender. <laughs> just lavender, <doing> and good vibes. <laughs> yeah. All the hippie shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then off it wasn't, I didn't do anything for like a good few months after that, just because life got in the way. And then I remember my friend told me about this app called Field, and it was always in the back of my mind. I just never got around to actually downloading it or using it. Um, and then I think it's like November last year. I decided, screw it. Wait, is in a few last months? Last year, ago? yeah. Oh really? Oh damn! You're like quite new then. Yeah. Ah. It's like my first reason was only last year. Oh right. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking like years ago. No, this is okay. only last year. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is like. Yeah. This is why i my house my housemates. Think it's hilarious because I just tell them every time I've done like gone like oh, so this has happened this has happened. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool. So this is all like quite like new territory yeah, then, which, which you is... seem to have been running with. Like, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with it. It works perfectly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so you, you signed up to Field. What was the like sales pitch your friend gave you for Field?
2: Um, yeah.
1: I wouldn't say Field's like a regular dating app.
2: Oh no, so... like she was. It was like oh, if you're just looking for sex, yeah, bingo. And I'm like, cool. That's all I'm looking for, really. I just... Mama needs to get laid every <laughs> once in a while, basically. I don't need to faff about with, like, dating bullshit. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. So that's how she sold it, because she'd... Her and her boyfriend had been to, like, orgies, and they've gone to, like, go meet other couples, things like that. It's just hookup stuff. So, mm. yeah, download it, kind of swiping, that whole kind of clicking the plus-minus button or whatever. Yeah. And then I match with this couple. And yeah, both so hot and yeah. they're just chatting away. I then find out later that this new to them, but they're like, oh, I th- what was it? This was the Monday, I think. And then she goes, oh, yeah, do you want to meet this Saturday? We've got a hotel booked in, you know, in old street. Do you want to? <laughs> is that <Nice>. too soon? It's <laughs> like nope. but the night. That is like, so hold on. That is like proper, what's
1: the word? Like intent. That's like, we're going to yeah. book a an hotel. And then when we have booked the hotel, we're going to use that. To make us get a hookup, basically like, that is going to encourage us. We have to get laid on the tonight. hotel was so swanky. Really, it was, oh, it was so, old street, right? Yeah, like super central. London. Like yeah.
2: it was like this really nice kind of modern Japanese hotel. But yeah, I didn't. I met up with them. Didn't pay for anything for the whole evening. <laughs> it was great. What did got, you do? Did you go for
1: drinks or? Yeah,
2: met them for met them for some drinks just to see if we got along, and then we went. Ended up just going out dancing for ages, being a little bit too extra <laughs> in the club, like in terms of. The guy was just way too horny, like getting way too into it to the point. I have to say, I'm like guys. I think we need to go back to the hotel now. Like, yeah, we're getting a bit too much here. (laughs) Getting a little bit too much, so i end up getting a taxi back. I don't leave. I basically end up staying at the hotel with them as well. I don't leave until like midday the next day, Mm. and I'm like going. I'm I'm going back home. So hungover. We. drank so much tequila <laughs> that night as well but no it was so much fun and it turns out they also live in peckham <laughs> like a 10 minute walk down the road basically Damn,
1: there you go so so have you seen them since
2: oh not yet but we're planning to meet up again okay. so oh, i guess like, this was pretty recently right yeah sick that's yeah. cool <laughs> and right. then that's how that all started yeah
3: Jamie.
1: <laughs> so you okay? Good, how are you? Yeah, good. Um, don't worry, everyone struggles with the awkward hello at the start. <laughs> if we, if it is we, a
3: bit awkward because we just have to pretend like we haven't been hanging about. out for the last two hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to talk about something kind of serious. And by kind of serious, <laughs> I mean really fucking dark and serious. <laughs> but I think uh, the story you have to tell about this is, is a really important one. Um, and I think that, you agree, right?
3: It I don't know if it's important,
1: you. but well, I guess talking about it... Talking about it is important. Y- yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I suppose.
1: Yeah, okay. So, um, a few years ago, you were sexually assaulted. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know you back then. I only know the recent you, <laughs> which is a very, like, sex positive, <laughs> s- sex-driven, like amazing person so i want to talk about your kind of journey from that to now to where am i okay yeah. cool
3: um i guess well not to go into details about what happened yeah, we don't but i guess there's different ways to deal with that kind of trauma for different people mm-hmm. um there's not a right or a wrong way to do it um personally i took a route that could surprise a lot of people i guess i Did the opposite of being scared of sex, I guess. I just kind of went for it and um, had sex with lots of different people (laughs) just randomly, (laughs) basically. And um, yeah, it was a way for me to kind of like take back the power onto my body and like content, really.
1: Kind of own it. Yeah, yeah, basically. Own your sexuality, I guess.
3: Exactly. So if I was going to have lots of sex, then it was on my terms.
1: Yeah.
3: And then I wasn't a victim anymore, really. Yeah. So I did a lot of that. I'm not saying it worked very well. (laughs) Like, you know what happens? You have lots of sex with different people you don't know, and then it's not really great sex in that way. At first, it definitely wasn't. It was more of a coping mechanism than actually yeah, I'm really horny and I really yeah. want to have sex.
1: Yeah, because you, you, you sort of started doing that quite shortly after the the assault, right? Oh, yeah, like you, pretty much like, straight after. Right. Yeah. See, that's probably quite surprising to a lot of people. It's surprising to me that, like...
3: It's surprising to me, too. I didn't think uh, yeah, I'd be... Uh, but I, I think it was a part of me that was a bit trying to deny what had happened and I didn't want my life to stop and I didn't want to... Mm. I didn't want to let it... Um, make me become a different person. Yeah. And so I was someone who enjoyed sex mm. and I didn't want to stop enjoying sex because of what had happened.
1: Yeah.
3: I did. It wasn't easy at first. Right, yeah, yeah, obviously. Like, and also because I was just, you know, having one night stands with people I didn't know that I'd met in some weird mm. club at 4am and yeah. that sort of stuff. So that wasn't necessarily great, but because I was in control of what was going on.
1: Mm.
3: That's kind of what's held, I suppose.
1: Yeah. But... It, yeah, it sounds like you kind of, the I guess, something that, the image that people would kind of conjure of, like, someone who's been through that is someone who, you know, afterwards, you know, would feel dirty and would, would want to sort of not go near that mm. kind of aspect of themselves for a long time, which is also, you know, totally normal and, like, you know, an expected response to yeah. going through that. Um, so I think it's interesting that you yeah you you turned it on its head and kind of said no if you know this is something you enjoyed before mm. and it's something you're going to enjoy after yeah and you know this is like something that you, you you've taken ownership of right yeah um, in quite a big way as well <laughs> I, I would say you know your 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 life is quite full of sex well <laughs> <laughs>
3: wasn't always like that afterwards because, well, that was a few months of, you know, fucking about and not actually enjoying the sex, to be honest. Mm. Um, I think what really did it for me and got me back on track with my sexuality, I dated someone for a very long time mm. and we were together for a good, yeah, two and a half years. Uh, okay, yeah. And so, I'd actually never had sex with the same person more than twice i think at that point oh really yeah i was pretty terrible like like i was (laughs) basically like i always thought you know if we've done it once then that's it like there's no excitement if i already know what you're like yeah which was a mistake obviously because when you do get to know someone well Mm. that's when the fun really begins i suppose in a way yeah um, so but yeah, I dated that person for quite a long time and I think that was the first person I had sex with who I you know had a conversation with about what had happened and it was okay. really learning to fully trust someone again mm. and that's I think what did it for me that was the first step at least so I was I felt very secure with that person
1: mm.
3: and it took a lot of you know, anxiety during sex and stuff like that with that person. Yeah.
1: Because
3: I think I allowed him to push my limits a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Once
1: you'd established that, like, safe space, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
3: But then, yeah, after we broke up, I dated someone for a very short time after that, but that doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) There was a rebound. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And, yeah, it was... After breaking up with that second person that was very short-lived, that, I think, yeah, I had a period of no sex, because I was
1: Mm.
3: you know, not in that sort of dynamic anymore of fucking about, like, I was before dating, and then, it kind of just happened, I needed to, it started again because I needed to, like, get over the whole relationship thing. Right, yeah. Um, and so it you was... had like
1: you'd had like a serious relationship and then kind of a lull afterwards. So I think that's pretty standard. Yeah. For a lot of people.
3: And then I think I was worried because like I hadn't had sex with someone else <clears throat> in a very long time. Yeah. So that was like cool. I'm allowing someone new mm. to do this with me. Yeah. And yeah, it felt very far away, really.
1: That's really interesting. How you kind of went from finding it weird to have sex more than twice with you know, like, <laughs> yeah, no. to now finding it weird to have sex with someone for the first time like you've kind of gone on a bit of rollercoaster well
3: when you there. when you have sex with just one person yeah but, well be, be basically two and a half years yeah that makes it pretty hard for yourself to be like like that was a confidence thing actually mostly at first mm. of like I know what this other person likes because I've had sex with them a mm. hundred times more than that <sighs>
1: Yeah, hundred <laughs> times. Yeah, that's
3: like, wow. <laughs> hundred
1: times in two and a half years, that's not great. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, no, no. Uh, but, well, you know, lots of sex. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah,
3: But, like, yeah, trying that with someone new. Yeah. Who I don't know. Mm. That's a weird new challenge out of nowhere. Yeah. That at the time I didn't think I'd have to get through again. Because, you know, happy relationship. We're going to be together forever. Yeah. And then we weren't and we're on good yeah. terms, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you've you mentioned this, like we've talked about this before and you mentioned something that I thought was quite interesting. Um, the, like, having sex with, and I guess this kind of ties into having sex with people that you don't have a proper relationship with mm-hmm. at the time is that some things can happen during sex that kind of have a negative, like, yeah. kind of flashbacks to, to what happened. Yeah,
3: so that's just, well... PTSD really. Yeah, yeah. Um but the thing is like I would always assume if you're having sex with someone for the first time, you're not gonna go straight into BDSM like sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: Which is what can For the most it part some people fucking try. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Stop. Talk to me first. Ask ask me about like, this stuff.
3: Exactly. So because yeah. like But most people don't yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, if I'm having one of sex with someone I don't really assume they're going to try those kind of moves on me. And if they do, I'll be like, whoa, we haven't talked about this. Um, So it's not, yeah, it's been more of an issue with long-term people. Well, those two exes really, even Mm. if one of them was like short-lived, but enough for me to have to have that conversation with them. Okay. So, yeah, any, yeah, those two relationships, I was, um, I definitely talked about it. Mm. There had to be a point where I had to be like, cool, those things can trigger me because well they kind of just um, if they're basically similar to something that's happened during the, my assault, don't yeah. use that word um, they can get me back there mentally and I can get a mental block and I've had full-on panic attacks in the middle of sex before yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
3: especially with my ex of two years. Mm-hmm. But he was, I guess, prepared for it. And sometimes it was me being like, I kind of
1: want to try this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess, yeah. You you mentioned pushing boundaries earlier. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it's good for you to kind of push and sort of see what it is. You know, it's bad in a way, but like you, you kind of see what sets you off, and you know.
3: Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to get any surprises, and doing that with someone I trust. Yeah. Was really good, actually. Like. I think there was a lot of guilt on his end, to be honest. Mm. He was very freaked out very easily and would always ask me, like, are you can okay? I'd be like, shut up, like, for a second. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I think it was good that I had that, actually, to kind of, like, figure things out. Mm. And also just figure out what I like.
1: Mm. Some of
3: those things I don't even like. Mm. But I did want to try them anyway. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. So, yeah, I think... That's basically what what I wanted to get at is like you know your kind of your journey after mm. experiencing something like that. It, when you told me about it, it kind of wasn't what I expected. I guess you know I kind of you, you don't expect to hear that kind of um, re, sort of almost re, re, like re, retaliation <laughs> yeah. to you know something awful just being like oh, I'm just gonna have like way more sex and just completely take ownership of it
3: yeah but I think you don't really know what your response to trauma is going to be yeah yeah. like if you'd asked me before it happened I'd be like oh yeah I probably would Yeah. just completely stop sex but you don't know until it happens so you really you don't know what mm. your response to it mentally is going to be but here I am mm. I'm okay now having mm. lots of sex yeah. <laughs> good <laughs> some day.